Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Best Friends Club podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season three, episode 13, the one where Monica and Richard are just friends. Hmm. Are they, though? Interesting. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad we get Richard back in our lives for a little bit. A mustacheless Richard. Yeah, I don't like that as much. Yeah, no. It looks weird. He looks thinner and older without the mustache. I mean, he is probably also thinner and older in general, but. Do you prefer your Tom Selleck mustached? I do. Okay. In general, I think I prefer a little facial hair. I mean, I know not everybody pulls it off, but if I had to pick one way or the other, I'd usually go facial hair. I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose that full mustache for most people because it is no, very no, 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 no. Magnum PI or 70s yes. pervert. Um, he pulled <laughs> it off. But I'm with you. Yes. I like I like a bit of scruff. Yeah, Just a little too. bit. A little bit of something. Um, Just a little bit. Yeah, let us know, re- listeners. Do you prefer a mustachioed Tom Selleck? Um, okay, so, so this episode starts with Monica at what can I only assume is a blockbuster. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, we played charades with some friends not too long ago, and that mm-hmm. was one of the words. Blockbuster? Yeah. Imagine trying to act that out. Oh, because it's, you can't, it's full charades. Yeah. You can't talk at all. Yeah. <laughs> How did they do it? Um, well, they acted like they were smashing through something. They were like square. Ah. And they were smashing. And their team didn't get it. And then our team got to guess. And you guys and knew what it was? No, I oh. didn't know. Oh, actually, I know what happened. I pulled, I pulled a full-on Rachel and yelled out what I thought it was. And Lydia was like, no, it's Blockbuster. And I was like, dang it, why didn't you stop me? <laughs> so we didn't get it. Oh, you yelled out because Transponster. Pretty much, yes. Or Miss That exactly. Chandler gets Mrs. it. It's Chandler's. It's Chandler. Miss Chandler Bong. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get to that episode. Okay. Um yeah, so they're at yeah, so Blockbuster, for those of you who are babies, um prepubescent <laughs> and listening to this, Blockbuster used to be basically like imagine if Netflix was an actual store um and you could rent videos and by videos we mean vhs tapes which i don't know what be VHS kind rewind <clears throat> video yeah. house system video high stereo video probably video right <laughs> probably starts with a video and then like hypersonic system or something like that i don't know someone else out there listening is going to be like you dumb bums this is what it means um, you can't do research before your podcast when you have no idea what details you're actually going to talk about until you start your mouth a blabbing. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so Blockbuster, isn't there one still um, yes. with its doors open I think in America? It's in like, I think it's in like Portland or something. Yeah, I was going to say. they have a funny Twitter. I was going to say like Alaska or something. But maybe it's not Alaska. Alaska. But yeah, they've, got, they've gone like Wendy's on Twitter where they're just like real sassy and funny. Yeah. That's great. Good on them. Um, it's short for video home system. Oh, okay. Didn't I say something like that? Um, yeah. I think it said video home stereo. Did you? 
I said home. Okay. Because I cool. thought, oh, you. But I definitely thought I was wrong when I said home. So video nice. home system. Yeah. Okay. So I guess a VHS. It, yeah, and then like a VHS tape is the tape itself. Yeah. Anyway. Right. So tapes, DVDs, you could get um, video games, you could rent popcorn and really bring the theater experience to your own home. Um, and yeah, so she's in a blockbuster returning a tape. Um, and did you notice some of the posters along the walls? Yeah. <laughs> Which ones did you notice? Oh, I don't remember now, but I was just like very much taken back. Uh, Dr. Doolittle um, is the one that sticks out for me. Oh, Dr. Dr. Doolittle, which is now being remade. Wait, is he? Is that the one where Eddie Murphy's really fat? That's Dr. Doolittle, right? No, that's the Nutty Professor. Oh, okay, so that's what it is. It's the Nutty Professor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Nutty Professor. I was like, oh, Eddie Murphy. That's Dr. Doolittle, oh, which is now right. being remade. With oh Robert no, you're Downey right. Jr. He did. He did do a Dr. Doolittle. You're totally right. But that's not the one where he's fat. This is. The oh, same. I knew that he was in We're- Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, we're doing it again where we're talking about the same movie. No. Okay. <laughs> so he's fat in Nutty Professor? Yes. I never saw either, so I don't actually know. Sorry. I love you, Eddie. Okay. Right. So cute. Anyway, posters. And so... um, Posters. Monica is trying to pay back her fine, but the guy at the counter is being a real loser about it. And... um. Is like, it's 8.02, so you have to pay for two days worth of rental or whatever. I mean, um, come on. I would have literally left it there with $3 and then like sort it out. He yeah. probably would then just keep charging you every day or you'd have like a $3 charge for the rest of your life. But um, she, luckily for her, uh, her knight in shining armor overhears her and offers to help pay. And it is one Dr. Richard Burke. <gasps> Dr. Richard Burke. What are you doing here? What is he doing there? Oh, so she's like, oh, my gosh. Hi. And like is all I love that they made her disheveled because that is exactly how it would work. Like, oh, yeah. You would never see him when you were looking fabulous. No, like she was like doing laundry and like bundled up and her hair's kind of like, you know, it looks great because she's beautiful. But you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to be like all up and disheveled and whatever. With the pantyhose like stuck to her. He's like, you've got undies or panties stuck to you and she's like oh it's that I was doing laundry and static cling and then he gives her a big hug and sends pantyhose and it's super cute so so I like that they're just like having a fun time and giggling and um and I think we're just gonna go with this one now because I'm already talking about it is that cool yeah okay yeah totally fine great um so they're at the Blockbuster and they're like giggling about like, oh, that guy's totally going to go into the adult section once we leave. Um, yeah. And they're just like having a fun time. And it did remind me like, do you remember being in, I think, high school? Because, yeah, because our friends could drive and like going down to the Blockbuster and just like spending ages like laughing at all the titles and like, and, like going out to like pick yeah. a couple movies out. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like an activity was like going to the Blockbuster and also you got a movie. But like, yeah, it was definitely. The journey was also the destination. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Doesn't a wise Ben say that? All the time. Um, I used to hate that. I used to hate like 
like walking up and down every aisle, laughing at stupid titles. Like, I don't know. What do you want to watch? I don't know. But like, I just, it used to drive me nuts. I used to be like, let's just get stuff and go. Like, I don't want to spend time in the movie, like the store. Yeah. Um, but everyone else wanted to and was totally like <laughs> made a, I don't know why I couldn't just enjoy it. But I think it was like the same old lame jokes. Like, because for those of you who have never been in a blockbuster, which I can't imagine is anybody that's actually listening to this podcast. Yeah, but same. It had like every movie you could imagine. You know what I mean? So it was like all these random, all of these like straight to DVD or straight to VHS. So there was like plenty to make fun of. But I don't know. I just felt like it was like people would make the same jokes every time. Like, oh, that one. It's like, oh my God, we get it. It's dumb. Let's go. Let's just go yeah. watch Center Stage. Anyway, <laughs> again, <laughs> again. And then why not? Get over and it then again. again. Um, so they decide to go out and have a burger together. Um, Monica an innocent and burger, an innocent, which no burgers are no innocent. Such thing, to Miss Phoebe. Um, she, I mean, she does kind of try to, um, like avoid his requests at first when he's like, you know, it's great to see you. Let's just go out and get a bite. And she's like, I don't. I think it's too soon. And he's like making a joke about it and like really wants to. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I whatever. I like them so, but she is kind of like, oh, I just I don't know if this is a good idea. <clears throat> but then she goes yeah. for it. Yep. And um, the next morning they're like, I forgot that. They were like, you got in late. And she, I was like, oh, no. Did he spend the night? It's kind of funny, like, watching all of these back. Because um, we've seen these so many times. But some of them, it really has been a long time that I almost kind of yeah. forget what happens. Yeah, same. And... Um, yeah, and she was like, no, no. You know, it's just, it was really good to see him. I'm going to go out and see him again tonight. And they're like, oh, honey, what are you doing? I think yeah. it was Chandler's like, well, you know, she spent all this time getting over him. So she's rewarding herself by going on a date with him. Yeah. Which I totally get. I mean, I see the, I see the, the side of like, I'm over it. What harm could it do? Like, we can be friends. I think that it is a really sweet. I'm not saying people who break up can't be friends. But I think people who are 100% still in love with each other can't just be friends. Yeah, or I are think it's not actually 100% a lot 100% over each other. <laughs> right. But I think the thing is, is like when you're totally in love with somebody, like you can like get over the breakup or whatever. But yeah, that like love is still lingering. But I think if somebody like does something bad or it just ends or fizzles out or whatever, I think it's actually easier to be a, to be friends because it can be truly just friendship. But they were never just friends. They were always lovers. Yeah. I was going to say they were kind of just friends initially, but they weren't really friends. They were like no family acquaintances. Yeah. And they didn't spend any like quality time. No, they never really hung out. It was just like in no. the periphery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I definitely I agree with you. I think people can be friends. I think these two are kidding themselves. And I think she realizes that because that's why she, at yeah. first she's like, I don't know about this. But yeah. I also think it's one of those things where, like, people are going to do what they want to do. And mm-hmm. if everybody like, if everybody was like, don't do it, stay away from him, she wasn't going to be staying away from him because she thought it, she actually came to terms. It was just going to be, like, her hiding it, you know, or, like, yep. I don't know. So sometimes I've had friends like this where I feel <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I feel like my – I feel like my initial response used to be like, come on, be smart, don't do this, whatever. But now it's kind of just like, 
all right, let me know how that goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like people are going to do what they want to do. And if yep. they don't, they're going to think that you're the one preventing them or whatever. And so totally. it's just like, okay, you give it a go. Yeah. And I really do see how she could think that – I think that it is easy to actually believe what is the big deal, you know? Like, why can't we just be friends? Yeah, I suppose if she's thinking like, you know, it's just daytime things yeah, or like right. – it, it, It's naive, but I see how – I could totally see myself believing that we could be just friends. Yeah. In the moment. Realizing later, it, you can't. But like in the moment, being like, yeah, I don't actually see why this is a problem. Yeah. So – yeah, yeah, so um, so she goes over to help him make a lasagna. And another yep. question for you. You yes. make a lot of lasagnas. You've made a lot in your life. Right? <laughs> I mean, I've made some lasagnas. Ashley thinks I'm like an Italian grandmother like, that just sits around and cooks Giannina. all day. Who's that Italian <laughs> chef? Giada? Oh, yeah. Giadia, the one-pound Italian woman. <laughs> She takes – I'm convinced the lick she takes of the – or the bite she takes of the things she made is all she eats that day. She's Impossible. so tiny. Um, have you ever squished up tomatoes for lasagna? No, I am much lazier than that. I use canned. Okay, because I was going to say I never have either, but then I was like maybe it's just because I buy canned tomatoes instead. No, my whole family, all the sauce we make comes all from canned tomatoes. I'm sorry. Uh, but you know what? It probably tastes so good because of that secret ingredient. The secret ingredient, and you just, it needs time. Like, any canned ingredient can taste good with some time. Not the seasoning. T-H, okay. <laughs> the 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 measurement of of passing time, moments. Time, comma, father. Yes, time, <laughs> comma, father, not time, comma, leafy. Um, <laughs> really, I believe any canned ingredient, because they're picked and, like, cooked at the peak moment. Same yes. thing with frozen. It just needs a little more attention because it needs the life to come back out of it because it's been in a can. Okay. So it needs to breathe. Um, so if it needs to breathe and usually needs to be cooked down. So like when I make sauce or if I would use it in like lasagna and I was making sauce, I would cook the sauce down for several hours before I would eat it. Okay. Even like two hours minimum, even that point is like a little bit, you still taste a little bit of that can. Yeah, it tastes tinny a little, doesn't it? Yeah. You just need time. So, like, I do low and slow. So, like, all day on low heat is usually the trick. Okay, people. Well, you've just got a authentic Italian craftsmanship. I do love lasagna. Any baked Italian dish, I am in. Noodles, cheese, sauce, come to mama. So I used to, and I still to this day, I'm like, meh, Italian, meh. But I have mm. a feeling it's because growing up, I ate, like, not well done Italian. Like Stouffer's like, lasagna? Stouffer, well, no, like, my mom would home cook stuff. And it wasn't just her. It was, like, other families that we'd go to or other events. But it was, like, overcooked, swollen, wet noodles and, like, yeah. canned sauce that hadn't been... You know, slow and low. Yeah. And like, you know, like all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just didn't really enjoy it. So I don't, I never really liked red sauce. Mm, yeah. I'm and picky you, about red sauce. Matt and, doesn't really like it much either. Yeah. So I'd always prefer a white one, but now I'm probably more red than white. But like, yeah. and like if I'm going to eat noodles, I think I've always preferred them in Asian dishes over like mm. Italian dishes. But I also just think I haven't had that much good Italian. 
Yeah. I'm thinking like... All that living with me for so long. I don't know why I wasn't feeding you more. I'm not sure either, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. We didn't really have a lot of time to sit around making a, you know... Yeah. All day home-cooked Italian sauce. Right. But I'm thinking more like the church potlucks where it was like just totally. feed the masses. And yeah. it was like disgusting totally. spaghetti. Yeah. Or just like blah. Like not exciting. Yeah, that's it. So I'm ready for some exciting. Although apparently someone here was like, there's some Italian place near my house. And he's like, it's the best Italian I've had in New Zealand. So I'll report back. Oh, Going there for a work project dinner. Mm, yum, yum. Maybe. We'll see. Okay, um, fine. Okay. I'll come too. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll be right there. Twist my arm, why don't you? Um, all right. So Monica and Richard are making lasagna. They're squishing the tomatoes. They, yeah, that happens. And then she's on the phone with him talking about how well it went. And Well, there's he... definitely a moment in there I feel like we oh, should note. Okay, note the moment. Like, you know... I feel like he gets like something on his shirt or something and she like well, goes to fix him up and yeah so first they have that moment they're squishing the tomatoes out. and he's like that's my hand and she's like mm-hmm. oh so anyway what's you know and like tries to brush yeah. past it and then yeah he gets tomato on him and she's like rubbing his peck and then <laughs> I mean over the shirt he's still clothed and then he's he's like what and she's like you've got some on your pants and then they kind of just are like staring at each other and brush past it Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. The spark like fully reignites at that point. And so then Richard is on the phone with her and is like, you know, I really miss you. Um, are you sure we want you want to be just friends? And she's like, yeah, it's going great. We're doing fine. And then he's at her front door. And the kissin', I love this friend thing. The kissing starts. The kissing. <clears throat> um... So that's what happens. And then, um, yeah, so so they sleep together, presumably. This is friends. It's a family show. Or they're just so. laying naked in bed together. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you know, As one you of the two. As you do with your friends. As um, you do. I mean, they are just friends, to be and, fair. Yeah. And she's like, we can be friends who, you know, occasionally do this or whatever. And um, so they're kind of like... Yeah, now they're delusional and trying to talk about yes. how they can just yes. Basically, they want to have a casual, really like a casual relationship, but the two of them are just—they're not in a casual place. She is still not it's in a just, breezy place. No, not in a breezy place. Neither of them want. The thing is, is that in their heart of hearts, neither of them actually <clears throat> want a casual relationship. No, not at all. They just don't want to be apart more. And you can't blame them. I can't. I, you know, I get it. I, it's like they're just grasping at straws and they're like, if this is what it has to be for now, this is what it has to be. Of course, reality sets in as it always yeah. does. But like in the moment, it just seems like a good idea. Yeah. You know? And I love the part where so she, Bless comes, she comes home one day after like a terrible day at work. She lost a fake boob in a grill fire, which sounds dangerous. And um, yeah, seriously. And Rachel's on the couch reading and she's like, well, your day could still turn around. And Monica opens the door and Richard's sitting on the bed in a tuxedo with roses and wine. And it's so sweet. Um, it's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's when she says, I love yeah. this friend thing. Like, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's cute. And I also thought it was kind of cute that it's like 
Rachel like sort of quietly showing her like approval almost or just you know mm-hmm. like yeah she doesn't like try to stop her she doesn't or she doesn't try to stop him maybe she did but you know she kind of is just like oh this is gonna make Monica feel so much better and whatever so she's like kind of like mm-hmm. I get it um and then Monica essentially does the same thing for Richard which is unoriginal Monica do better. No, like try to do something. Well, she literally bit recreated the exact like roses all over, candles, yeah. red wine. Yeah. So could have done better. Unfortunately, that's the same night that Richard has a blind date um, that he told that her she about. Knew about. Yep, because yeah. he's not hiding it like you know stripper playdate Ross. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, that lady's real pushy. Let me see the bedroom. Yeah, like, let me see the bedroom. She's she's annoying. Get out. Yeah. I and mean, I guess she's just, I mean, you know, you got to, you got to, she's just trying to be flirty, I guess. I guess. I mean, whatever. It's clearly not going to work with them. No, clearly not. For some reason, she's probably his age, but she just seems really old. Maybe it's because he's yeah. dating Monica, who is 30 years his senior. His junior. D- junior. That's what I meant. And also because women age and men just keep getting more good looking. Yeah, that's probably the cruel, unfair reality of it as well. <laughs> so my friends and I were talking the other day. There's like six of us and we're all, you know, in our thir- you know, in our early to mid thirties. And all our husbands are in their mid to late thirties. Well, I Aww. guess early to late thirties. But older and than you guys. we yeah, all of them are, are at least one year older than their spouse. Well, except one couple's two couples are the same age, but mostly there's like a stagger. Um, Matt and I being the biggest gap and Matt being the oldest, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. But all of us girls were like, Oh yeah, like I you know, we're like, you know, I've been like some one girl was like, I've been you know, I changed my whole diet a month ago and I'm like not seeing any changes. Another girl's like, Yeah, I know, I've been like upping my weights in the gym and da 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 and we're all talking about like all this effort we put forth just so we can look at an like look decent in a bathing suit and not hate it when we put it on. And the next day one of the girls was like, you know, I was just thinking about how hard all of us work for all of this and not one of our husbands works out. And I was like, that's so unfair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And all they do is like, oh, I guess I won't eat sweets this week. And suddenly their abs are back. Yeah. And they're like chiseled. Not fair. Yeah. Not cool. And I was going to say, I think it's important to note that like none of your friends' husbands are fat slobs, right? So it's not like. No, no, no. They're generally active people. But. I have a real problem with it when like women, whether whether it's self-imposed, whether it's the man doing it or whatever, but like especially after childbirth when there's like all this pressure to get your body back and all that stuff and then like middle age hits and there's all these women who are like fine and cute and and really active and then like the guy's metabolism goes away and it's like mm-hmm. fat dad bods or like you know, dad mm-hmm. bods are one thing, but like and I'm just like you have no excuse. Like your wife yeah. has birth she grew a human yes multiple children and she's you know getting herself and even if she didn't she has an excuse but then like guys just like let themselves go and it's like oh well whatever I find it so frustrating yeah it is I think especially because I've known situations where the guy was harsh or like the woman felt a lot of pressure from her husband to get back into shape and it was like but he has literally no excuse. Is just a lazy slob. 
I don't know. I just. It's just very unfair. It's not cute. Once again, not not cute. cute. Anyway, I hope you and all of your friends. I kind of think of it more as like, well, I hope you guys don't feel a lot of pressure to like work out a bunch and stuff. You're going on that cruise, right? So that's why you're feeling. Yeah. Well, and I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, you just want to feel good. No one else is putting any pressure on me. That's I know I'm my own worst critic, you know. I just yeah, want to feel good. I was gonna say none of you guys in need my to. own skin, but you know it's a lot of work and like very little change for the most part. It's just you know unbalanced in the That's fairness. It. So I was gonna say having just <laughs> yeah no seen pressure you from in anybody else. Suit, you don't need to worry about it. But <laughs> oh, um, thanks. But it is frustrating when you're like, okay, like you know eating only vegetables and very lean proteins and working out every day and still not. I don't know. I don't actually yeah. do that, so I can't. it's an exaggeration. Um, but it is. The older you get, like, the way harder it is to see changes. And, yeah, it's all kind of expected that women do that and not the men. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Monica is all, like, she tries to, like, blow out the candles and hide under the covers. And Richard covers pretty well and um, gets the date out of his house. And they kind of realize, like... You know, this isn't going to work. And then she's like, well, we could be friends who only see each other and who live together forever and one day stand up in front of our yeah. other friends. And it's actually really cute. To always be friends. I know. To be friends forever. She's so I sweet. love the speech. But I just, yeah. And that's when Richard's like, we're right back where we started. Yeah. I want to do that, but we want different things. And mm-hmm. she, she, wisely is like I better leave because I don't know that I'm going to be able to get over you again which I'm a little bit like well you're kind of already in it but I I see what she's saying like she can see she's maybe on the precipice of Mm -hmm. ooh, good word thank you advanced word um of like diving right in and yeah I was like oh I can just see this heading right back to the Szechuan dragon yeah but then they decide to have dragon. one last game of racquetball. So, yep. <clears throat> right. So, and we um, really don't hear about it again. No, I was going to say like that's Richard out of our lives for quite a while. Pretty much ever, other than yeah. yeah. As far as as far as a Richard and Monica. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just so, shush me? Well, I didn't want you to give away the secret. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry. I wonder if there is anybody who's like, doesn't actually know what happens. Surely everyone out there, you guys know. But if you don't, like if you actually haven't seen every episode and don't know, um, thanks for listening a lot. It's really sad at his funeral. Like Monica (laughs) cries so hard. (laughs) This is how rumors get started. (laughs) Um. Yeah, it's true. Okay, I was going to say speaking of that, but no, I want to save the um, Ross, Rachel, Joey for the last one that we talk about. So let's talk about Phoebe yeah. and her weirdo sports oh boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Have you ever dated someone so active? <laughs> no. Why do they Never. only do sports for all of their dates? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Um, so he shows – she kind of, you know, sets the scene and says that, like, I'm dating this active guy. He wants – he's going to teach me all these sports, and in return, I'm going to let him, which is Yeah, true. which is cute. <clears throat> and their guys are like, oh, okay. And it's like, no, really. <laughs> That's doing him a favor. Um, and he shows up in shorts, 
And they're like, isn't it a little cold? And he's like, oh, I'm from California. And they're kind of like, okay. But I was thinking about it. That doesn't actually make sense. It kind of, well, in a way, like, I was thinking about when I first moved to Chicago. And it's not like I would walk around outside in shorts. But I think you, like, my wardrobe was still very Florida. Yeah, Um, I probably tried to wear shorts when it wasn't really time yet, just to try, you know, just being like, oh, but I just yeah. hate wearing pants. Same as I, I didn't own a pair of pajama pants for like the first year I lived in Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Did you did you own pajama pants in Florida? I did, but only because I feel like they were cool in high school. Oh, I maybe I had a pair in high school, but I never actually. But slept they were in definitely. Them. Oh, I did. But they were like, well, I guess maybe I didn't. Maybe I like bummed around in them more or wore them to like sleepovers or something. But yeah, I guess we always wear short. We always were like. I always wore shorts to sleep like, in. Yeah, shorts. And so um, I, Yeah, I had yeah. a couple pairs, but I they were always really thin. I will say that. The ones I had, which I've now gotten rid of because they're so thin, they're not warm at all. Right. But like coming from a warm place, you're just not dressed. You just don't have right. the right. Totally. That's true. And it's not like the first thing you do when you move to new places, run out and buy a bunch of pants I don't know maybe I should have <laughs> anyway so this guy's got shorts um and apparently no underwear because um Ooh, keep the mouse in the house buddy yeah keep the so mouse in the house they kind of allude to it like I don't know he's just like bending in a lot of weird positions all the time I don't really know why this is a part of this story but it's funny so anyway this guy wears <laughs> shorts no undies and his goods are constantly peeking out and all the guys notice it. And then they finally tell Phoebe. And then she gets really embarrassed and tries to break up with him. And it ends up well, being... Well, at first she tries to cover it up. Oh, yeah, by <laughs> buying literally. stretchy pants. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. Um, oh, man. And that doesn't work. And so he does seem no. like a nice, genuine guy, but also a little into himself if he doesn't realize that he's exposing himself to everybody. And also, like, do something Phoebe likes. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. At yeah. the very end, it's um, Gunther is the one that's like, whoa, put the mouse back in the house. And then he realizes. It's a family place. <laughs> it's a family place. So that's pretty much it for that guy. He's annoying. We don't see him again. Just another in the long line of people that, Phoebe's one-off dates. Yeah. And Phoebe dates, like, I feel like the whole <clears throat> spectrum of the rainbow. That's like, true. Just a variety of, like... Ages, backgrounds. She has no work, type. Looks. She has no type. Yeah, corporate. She just kind of dates spirit. where the wind blows her. Yeah, yep. totally so, a free spirit. It is kind of cool, right? It, but it is like yeah. very different for her to be dating like an athletic jockey type guy. But good on her. She just yeah. Otherwise, you'd only be dating guys that wear yoga pants and are into crystals. So it's nice that she <laughs> um, branches out. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right. And finally. Oh. <laughs> Rachel. Um, they're setting the scene here a little bit, too, with Rachel having to work late. What do you think of her mm-hmm. outfit in this episode or in that beginning scene? I don't the, actually remember it. It's like a purplish um, skirt suit. And, like, the lapel has a little bit of red. And then there's, like, a slit in the thigh that also has a little bit of red. I feel like it's something that I I would have totally worn if I was her age back in the 90s. Because I'm pretty sure I had something similar in like a matching shirt and short 
Hearts type thing. Oh. I don't Okay, I just looked it. up a picture. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's more more offensive things. <laughs> I don't hate it. Um, maybe I maybe I don't like it, but also the like suiting is is coming back, you know, in current styling. So mm. I think I I think my eyes like it more cuz I'm like seeing it more, you know. Yeah. It doesn't feel quite so dated. The cohort, um, a nice cohort set. Mhm. I've never heard it used. I've never heard that word before. You haven't? Mm-mm. Mm. You can shop coordinates. Mean... Yeah, it's like matching oh, top coordinates. Bottom. Yeah. Oh, I was not hearing it like that. I was hearing it like a cord. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I thought you were saying, but um, okay. yeah, coordinates. coordinates. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, although yeah. it's just I like a, suit, a good blazer. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Love a good blazer. Love a good blazer. Um, yeah. So, uh, so she's talking about how she has to work late again. And I think it's probably Ross is like, what again? This is, you know, you've been working late every day. And it's like, yeah, she's new. And then she, she is, she's new. She's excited. I get that. Like on the one hand, I'm thinking like, if you're new at a job, you don't want to set the expectation that you're going to work super long hours all the time. Mm-hmm. But she also has to prove herself. She has to learn, yep. and and she's really enjoying yep. it for the first time in her life. She's yep. actually working at a job that she is interested in. It's like her right. first career job, so. and she's willing. Like she wants to climb the ladder, so she is putting in the time. Yeah, and the I just work. Just wish that um, Ross was more supportive of that, especially in the beginning. I could see if it's like hey, you know, it's been a year and you spend 14-hour days at work. Because yeah. she wouldn't want him yeah, to do that totally. either. But no. I mean, but he's always got a dinosaur emergency he's running off to. I no was just about to say, about it. literally just about to say that. Like, he's up because she's like, you know, she has to like make it up for him or whatever. But it's like, he's constantly like, your first date was ruined because he had a work emergency. Does he not remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and also when she's like, if I have to wake you up, I'll wake you up in a way that's proved very popular in the past. And he's like, well, of course, work comes first. And I'm like, oh, okay, so when it benefits you, fine, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really like gross traditional roles. Like I know I it's, know. I know it's a joke. I know he's joking, but is he? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but on the other hand, is he? Yeah, um, you know, because none of his actions, no, in other words, support her working late. Until yeah, no. she's like until it serves oh, him, you know. Yeah, until he can get sex from it. That's cool, Ross. Very cool. Yeah, it's not the best. He's um, no. immature in this way again, and so yeah. But luckily, we get a small break for most of that. This yeah, episode. that's true. So they are setting the scene with the frustration. Well, yeah. they've already yeah. set the scene with like the mark They're thing stringing and the jealousy, but now it's the frustration with like her putting her job before him, um, and so they kind of yeah bring that part up. And then Rachel comes home and is, like, all excited about her day, which is super cute, um, looking for ice in the guy's freezer and finds a copy of The Shining in the freezer. Do you not keep your books in the freezer? <laughs> um, I don't think I knew The Shining was a book. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. You did? Oh, I did. Oh. Only because of this show? What's with or? The... I mean, I've known that for a long I think my dad had read The Shining. Oh, Okay. I guess most movies are probably based off of books. Yeah. So yeah. it makes it's fair enough. Um Hamlet, Shaco Lot, <laughs> Waterworld, the talented Mr. Ripley. The talented Mr. Ripley. 
As if you guys don't know, Orange these County. are, you know, <laughs> other famous movies are based on Bill Shakespeare's plays. Um, it's so cute that Rachel and Joey, like, decide to swap books and read them. Um, but, so, Rachel's book that she said she's read a bunch is Little Women. And so she's like, mm-hmm. all right, tell you what, Joey, you read Little Women and I'll read The Shining. Um, and they have that scene where they're in the coffee shop and, like, she's like saying what part she got to and Joey's like, Ooh, the next part's so good. And she's like, no, 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 don't give it away. So he like, because he's Joey and he's just not that smart, pretty, <laughs> pretty but dumb. But dumb. Yeah. He accidentally like starts giving it away. She gets all mad and is like, fine. And then just spoils little women for him. Yeah. She is such a brat. I'm sorry. Like this is a cl- one of those classic moments where I've said that like, Sometimes I really don't like Rachel. That is such yeah. a mean, vindictive move. Yeah. Well, he kept talking about it even after she asked him not to, to be fair. She didn't need to spoil the one book that he's ever loved that didn't star Jack Nicholson. This is true. She's just being a brat. And she realizes that <clears throat> afterwards. Well, only when Ross tells her to. <laughs> Points it out. Yeah, I know. Um, but he yeah. should have stopped talking about it when she asked him to the first time. And he was like, with the blank and the blank blank. And he's like, I'll talk in code. You know, yeah. Yeah. I know. You know, she asked him to stop and he decided not to. Question about Little Women. So fun enough. Yep. Um, it's now out again, the remake. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I really want to. Yeah, I haven't either. But everyone's saying such good things about it. Yeah. I did go to, um a couple years ago, I randomly... From the library, won a contest. Ooh. And top nerd. Went to see, yeah, pretty much, and went to see a screening of an adaptation, like a modern adaptation of Little Women mm. that was made into a movie. And it was set like present day. Um, it was all right. <laughs> so maybe this like yeah. Hollywood blockbuster one will be better. Oh, it definitely will be better. Because they took some, you know, obviously they said it in modern times, so they had yeah. to change some things around and whatever. It was still good, though. Um, but it just reminded me how much I love the story of Little Women, and I've never actually read it. How do you know you love the story, then? Because I've seen the movie. Oh, right. I've seen, okay. Oh, there's an old movie. Yeah. There's an older movie. So yeah. I think that I've – so I was trying to remember this, because I don't – I obviously remember the title. I think we were supposed to read it in school. mm and I that think I right. maybe read a tiny little bit and then maybe watched the movie or read the cliff notes or something. Because um, I don't mm. ever remember reading the full book. See, I thought Little Woman was one of those books that we did not read because we had to read stupid things like Portrait of the Artist of a Young Man and oh. other crap. Heart of Darkness. Whereas like Heart of Dark, Yeah, all that stuff. I did like Heart of Darkness. Things Fall Apart. Things Fall Apart sucked. I can't actually remember which one was which. I didn't read I can't at least either. one of those. <laughs> um, but I feel like the only normal book we read in high school was To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. I feel like other, like the non-IB classes got to read The Great Gatsby and Little Women and like literary classics. And we were reading mm. things with a lot of symbolism. Yeah, that was annoying. And then all of Hamlet and Macbeth and yeah. memorizing it for our um, IB English orals. Yeah. Well, we did read Wuthering Heights, 
which the wildness of the moors <laughs> i think reflect the wildness of heathcliff's character <laughs> if you're talking about the robots <laughs> yes feminism but also um yeah so I, okay, so I haven't, I don't remember the story, and I'm sure I might have seen the movie, but I don't remember that either. Why did Joe say no to Lori? Was this like a class thing where the older sister has to marry Rich? Like a Skylar sister so, situation? It was supposed to be that, but she didn't want to marry him because they were like best friends. Oh, I thought she loved him. Uh, she did, but she didn't want to give into that. She also wanted to be her own person, which was not a thing when this book, you know, during yeah. the time of the story. Okay. And she thought women should be more than what they were allowed to be. And she says no to him because she, even though she does love him, she doesn't want to, like, be a kept woman. Okay. And then, but so she's, she's going to really be a kept woman regardless, isn't she? Well, not if she makes her own money. How is she going to do that back in those days? Well, she was, I forget if she was, a, I think she's a writer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She's trying to like Jane Austen her way out of this. Um, gotcha. But anyway, then she's really disappointed when her sister marries him instead. Because she loves him she or wants, I think she loves him, but she wants to get married and have babies. And that's like, that's a path she desires. It's not because it's what she has to do it's what she wants to do um so anyway well that's it's really good okay it's really good i want to see the new movie so we should see the new movie okay we will make a point to at some point see the new movie okay. we'll put um, that on the list okay <laughs> when we're done watching <laughs> center stage again um of course um yeah so so i was just wondering about that thank you for explaining it um and no so problem. The, the episode ends with um, Joey coming in and he's all like scared and he's like, Beth is really sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's really sad. So they put the book in the freezer so that, you know, he doesn't have to be scared of it. It's so cute that he does that. He's so cute when he's not, you know, womanizing and being disgusting. Yeah. And I think that's the highlights. So Pretty we don't much. hear from Richard again. We don't hear from Robert again. We don't hear from the Shining or Little Women again. We will definitely hear more about Ross and Rachel. That's just firing up. Just getting started. Mm. Um, do you have any books that you've reread a lot? Um... No, I thought that I was going to reread The Alchemist a bunch because the first time I read that, I was like, wow, this was amazing. And I could see this like meaning different things to me at different stages of my life, but I've never reread it. Um, I'm sure I've reread something. Do you know what book I really enjoyed? Um, What's that? In the fifth grade, we had to read The Giver. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, this book sucks. This is so boring. And then, like, when I was in college or something, I think I was like, actually, that book was awesome. And I reread it then, and I really enjoyed it. I do like that book a lot. What about you? I read The Giver. I don't really remember what it was about. Ooh, I can give you a quick synopsis. It's this society 
where everybody's controlled pretty tightly and like you get told what your job's going to be you get told what like family unit you're going to be part of mm-hmm. um and at age 12 there this there's a ceremony where everybody um the 12 all the 12 year olds get given a job basically and they like start an apprenticeship mm-hmm. program and this one kid gets given the job of receiver which is there's like one person in society that remembers all of the memories from the past because they basically like there's no color, there's no choice, there's no pain. And it's like in order to have this like happy, healthy or not happy, but like healthy and predictable life, they've just had to get rid of all of the memories of like pain, hurt, but good things too. And so they pass those down. And so there's a giver and a receiver in every generation to basically keep oh. all the memories and protect the rest of society from them oh it's pretty good interesting hmm. interesting maybe i'll have to reread that because i think i read it what in like fifth or sixth grade yeah which would make no sense but it's kind of like handmaid's tale ish and like you know yeah. dystopian yeah, dystopian society yeah it's it's interesting i think you should reread it yeah what about you any okay. reread books um i've reread the help oh okay so good. I've reread Bossy Pants, which I know you didn't care for. Yeah, I still like her, um, though. I like Tina Fey. I've reread Pride and Prejudice. And I've reread. Mm, I've reread The Great Gatsby. But I don't think I've. I think I've reread each of those once. Right. Like, I, those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. I don't have anything that I've read a million times. I should add that, of course, I've reread Harry Potter. I forgot about that one. Oh, okay. I just don't have the books with me. Do you still – they might still be – did I make you keep those or do my parents have them? No. Okay. Your parents have them. I As, have nothing of yours other okay. than the memories you've tried to discard and I've hoarded <laughs> you've over the years. You've fished out of the trash. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you haven't asked me to keep anything. I've just kept it anyway. You've kept it. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, yeah, of course I reread Harry Potter. Any Potter head would. Mm. I'd like to hear from all of you guys listening. What books are your faves? And that'd be good. So if there's any that we haven't read, maybe we will, or um, any that we ought to reread, please tell us. You can send us yeah, a little we're message. Yeah, we're always in for a good book. Always, man. Um, I just got a. Mm. I just got a membership to the library um, here, which Congrats. is really exciting. Maybe you'll win some tickets to a movie. To like a, I did. a modern day adaptation of <laughs> Little Women. <That'd> great. <laughs> you um, never know. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, it's been really good because yeah. I was buying a lot of books on my Kindle. Um, yeah, I didn't realize you were buying all of those. Well, unfortunately, my Kindle is not compatible with the library software. Ugh. So I can't rent Goodness. ebooks, which stinks. But I actually really like having a physical book. So this is kind of best of yeah. both worlds. Yeah, that's nice. Well, good for you. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to the library. Yes. It's great uh, to have you. Highly recommend. It's very fun. So please go support your local library and tell us what books you like and we can start a little list. So um, you can yeah. message us on Instagram at Best Friends Club Podcast or you can email us bestfriendsclubpodcast at gmail.com. Either way. Yes. And I would love to beg you all to subscribe, rate, and review us. Oh yeah, tell on them Apple why. Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, on the Moon, Stitcher, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, because it helps other people find our podcast, and it makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. 
And honestly, now is like the heyday. Well, the like reincarnated heyday of friends. So I think it'd be great if more people listened yeah. along and I joined think, in the fun. Yeah. Or tell a friend. If you want to tell a friend about us, we'd like that too. You know. Bring your friends. We like you guys and it's we more like fun friends. 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 Yeah. Um, um yeah. But yeah, that's it for this episode. And yeah. that's it for our begging for now. Yes, for right now though. Um, so join us next week. Right. So this was the one with Monica and where Monica and Richard are just friends. Join us next week for the one with Phoebe's ex partner. It oh took my gosh. me a minute this to remember. This is a which really ex-partner. funny episode. It's really funny. For a few reasons. Yeah. Okay. And we'll find yeah. out what those are next week. We'll find out next time. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.